Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Which one of these guys are you ranking first in 2020? Is one of them in your top five? Is neither in your top five? Let's get to it. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Look, I get the appeal with Chris Godwin, and I'm not, I am not, I repeat, not telling you not to draft him in, in 2020. And I get the appeal for, for Mike Evans, and I get the doubt for Mike Evans. Godwin outscored Evans. Godwin looked really damn good in 2020, and I like both of them. The problem I have here is both are very dependent on Jameis Winston being healthy and being in that lineup. A guy who threw 30 INTs in 2019. 30. And I know what you're going to think because we're all built to think like fantasy analysts first, but teams are not going to just stick with a QB throwing 30 TD, or 30 INTs year after year after year. And if they're not winning games, now if they're winning, he's going to stay in the lineup. And I'm not predicting Winston to necessarily get benched or anything like that at any point next year. But it's not out of the realm of possibility when you throw what some people consider to be like the worst interception uh, in com- most confusing inter- interception built season in, in a long time. 30 INTs having success like he did in, in some respect is weird. It's weird. It's it's odd. And it, it doesn't feel sustainable is my problem. I, I'm not predicting a benching, but I'm certainly not predicting that he plays 16 games next year. I just don't feel like super confident about it. And there's a lot of Winston truthers out there that are going to get mad. And, and I get that. And that's fine. That's why we play the game. I'm not, anybody told me Winston would be a top four QB. I'm, I'm not going to call him crazy. And it's certainly possible, certainly possible. And that's the weird part about this topic is that Winston for sure has top five upside because of his TDs and because of his receivers. And I mean, we're, we're talking about Godwin and Evans both being in consideration for people's top five overall. Most people are going to tell you Godwin for sure. And and I'd say 80, 90% of the time you have this conversation, everyone's going to say Godwin, Godwin, Godwin. Then you'll get one Mike Evans, Godwin. So it's, it's in that order, but the bottom line is there are two wide receivers people are considering top five, and most everybody has both of these guys in their top eight or nine. Let's say top eight. That's crazy. That means the quarterback should be like number one or number two, and, and, and he certainly could be top five. No question about it. I just, how do you not look at this situation and say, if they're not winning and if he's throwing a pace of 30, t- three, 30 INTs, you can't say his job is secure. And if there is, my point of this entire thing is to say, not only would a Winston disaster impact 
both wide receivers, they both would take a hit. No question about it. The, the, the only question is how much of a hit. But the other question is which wide receiver is going to weather the storm of Jameis Winston should that storm come? Which wide receiver is going to weather that storm better than the other? Because if they insert a mediocre quarterback, which most teams would do if their starter went down, and we don't know, maybe they have a Tannehill-type situation brewing. No one thought Tannehill, very few people thought Tannehill was a really viable option for the Titans, and look how that turned out, and that, that worked amazing. It's possible that 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 the Texan or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could set up something maybe that's not in the cards yet, not on the horizon yet. We'll wait and see. Uh, maybe they get Bridgewater somehow, you know, in some crazy uh, situation. I, 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 do, I just think that if something happens to Winston, Mike Evans is more built to survive the storm. He's a, we've seen him survive and emerge in that offense with or without Winston. He's been there as the staple for years and Godwin just emerged. Godwin has a great rapport with Winston. Antonio Brown was glued to to Ben Roethlisberger. When Ben Roethlisberger went down in spots during Antonio Brown's tenure at Pittsburgh, Antonio Brown vanished from the number one or number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh to literally a wide receiver two in fantasy on some weeks if you were lucky. That's how bad Antonio Brown was without Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not suggesting Godwin isn't a good receiver. I'm not suggesting Godwin couldn't be the number one wide receiver on a plethora of teams in the NFL. He certainly can. But a mediocre quarterback isn't going to deliver top five numbers for both of these wide receivers. And that's what we got to assume is waiting behind Jameis Winston in 2020. Anything can happen with the draft. Anything can happen with trades. Who knows what could happen on, on draft day. Crazier things have happened. Winston could be elsewhere. Maybe the coaching staff's already thinking of this. Maybe the coaching staff absolutely loves Winston. I don't even trust the news that we get anymore based on last year with David Johnson, with all kinds of of news that supposedly broke and then wasn't exactly accurate. All the news these days that doesn't even come out anymore because teams are trying to play coy. It's crazy. The news in fantasy football and around the NFL feels so different or did last year in 2019 than it ever has before. I don't trust the news like I used to, which is a shame because I felt like that was our place to go to to get a hold of, of our expectation level heading into each and every week, and you had a pretty good sense of what the hell was going on. Now we don't. So we don't even know what the hell is going to happen in 2020 in regards to the situation, in regards to the backup, in regards to what the coaching staff really feels about Winston and the future there. All I know is that blinded, people with blinders on, Winston blinders, think that he's invincible and that he'll always be there. And I'm telling you, Winston isn't a lock. Winston is a concern 
a very powerful concern capable of producing top five QB numbers at any moment. But QBs like that in the past have survived year two and then vanished. It's certainly possible here. And that's what brings me to my my conclusion of this pod, which is I'm avoiding both wide receivers unless one of them falls to a reasonable price, which I think will most likely be Evans. And reasonable would be a medium to low-end wide receiver one in fantasy, which means like bottom, top of the second round, which I don't think Evans would fall to at this moment. But as ADP shake out, as the offseason rolls along, just like we saw Godwin go from a sixth or seventh rounder in January and February, and then the Bucks drop the news on us that he's going to catch 100 balls, and then what happens? He goes from sixth to seventh round material ADP-wise all the way up to the third round. So if you think that news can't drop or rise a player five or six rounds when you're steering what you project to be ADP data, because we don't quite yet have it, when you're when you're steering ADP data in the face and you think things can't change with a snap, you're crazy. Give me Evans. I like Godwin a lot. If I own him, in, I, let me preface this in a different way. I like Godwin a lot. If I own him in Dynasty, I am not selling cheap. I would sell high. I would sell high on a lot of players. I'd, I'd almost sell high on anybody. Because you got to treat your team and your league management like a business. And if you can get top dollar for a DJ Moore right now and get top, let's say someone would pay top seven wide receiver value or top six, you have to sell them. I don't care if you like them. Treat it like a business. Make a good business decision. That's the way you should be operating as a GM. Treat it like a business. Don't get emotional. Play in enough leagues to where you're going to probably own your favorite player and you'll be fine. That's kind of the secret ingredient to not over-investing and, and making bad decisions based off bias. Is playing in enough leagues to where you dilute your desire a little bit uh, to have a certain player. So avoid both unless one of them falls to a reasonable value because I feel like they're very QB dependent and the QB they're dependent on has a lot of questions. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.